0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of the Beno Show. Let's call this the Monday Show. Um, We'll do the Monday Show, a Wednesday Show and a Friday Show and see how we travel with that. Um, That way, you know, you're not getting too much of uh, my rants and raves and I can have a little bit more time to think about what to uh, talk about. Of course, that's not an issue. Um... I've got plenty of things rolling around in my head. It's just the delivery that's not so great. (laughs) But I'm, you know, slowly, slowly trying to get better. Um, So, turns out the big climate change meeting over in Dubai, well, you know, it's, it's obviously a gigantic sort of farcical, nonsensical waste of money by all kinds of government from around the world throwing money around, claiming that by spending trillions of our hard-earned taxpayer dollars, you know, trillions, when you add it all up from what the um, United States has spent, from what we have spent, other countries, you know, Great Britain, you know, just throwing money and sometimes just handing it out in some some areas where we just hand money to places like <coughs> the uh, Pacific Islands. And that's really just... That's just really a glorified bidding war against the Chinese, who are also interested in the Pacific Islands, but for entirely different reasons, I would suggest. They are certainly not um, doing anything with a serious fear of climate change. They do things with a serious thought on their future and the future of that particular part of the world. They've got uh, long-term plans, and that's what the Chinese Communist Party are good at. Um, thinking long-term because, of course, you know, being a dictatorship, you don't have to worry about uh, changing of government. You don't have to worry about elections and governments coming and going. You can make very long-term plans when you're pretty much guaranteed you know who's going to be the leader, you know, 50 to 100 years from now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we, we just give money to these these places like the Solomon Islands, Um Because they're afraid of uh, the whole place going underwater. So we give them money for reasons unknown. And they'll say, Oh, Australia are good at uh, supporting us in climate change. And that's really all it is. It's just a silly deal. That means nothing. And it's our money. It's your money and my money that goes to these places and to these silly, nonsensical, uh, airy-fairy sort of schemes that achieve nothing. Um, If you want to... Plan for the future in any sort of serious way. The first thing you need is baseload power. That way, you can keep factories operating. You can keep innovation and invention happening when you've got uh, baseload power that um, you know private industry can rely on. Um, and we just don't, you know, if we if we continue the way we are, we're not going to have reliable, cheap baseload power. It's sort of struggling now. And I mean right now we don't even have many factories to keep operational, and yet um blackouts are on the cards over this coming summer in some parts of this country because everyone's turning their air cons on all at the same time and uh yeah the the bloody wind farms are not not keeping up obviously i mean it's it's all so obvious um, but uh one way, and this is something i um have discovered about what's happening at this climate change meeting. Something actually good is coming from it, and that is the discussion around nuclear power. And there's a shit ton of countries around the world who are now signing up and agreeing to pretty much triple their nuclear programs, the production of power using nuclear power stations, which is brilliant. That is how we should be going. We should be taking the subsidies away from these wind farms and solar farms. Let them, if they are really that viable, let them do it without artificially propping them up with our money. Um, Let them go for it on their own and, uh, and give nuclear a chance. And I'm not saying subsidize them either. I don't believe in subsidization in, you know in many ways at all, because it creates artificial markets that are simply not real. They're not real markets. Um, They're not real companies dealing in the real market system when they're um, uh, basically government-funded, in many cases. Um, You know, a classic example is the car industry in this country. Um, So nuclear is, is the future, but we're such a bunch of dumbasses in this country you know, politically speaking, and the public have been lied to for a long time as well around this and are kind of scared by that big scary word of uh, nuclear. Um, But uh, the rest of the world are starting to finally wake up to the fact that not only has it been used already for a long time reliably, safely, and, you know, produces cheap, very cheap baseload power, limitless amounts of it, of it, almost, Well, you can have a few major power stations across a large area of land and you can stretch your power lines out a long way and do it all very cheap because it's a cheap form of energy which uses uranium, which we, of course, have shit tons of beneath the dirt of this country. We, in fact, uh, export plenty of it to other countries in all our wisdom, the way we do with our coal, for other countries to have cheap, reliable power. We, we deny the people living in this country cheap, reliable power with the virtue signalling around climate change, but seem to be okay with giving other countries cheap, reliable power like India. Um, and it's nonsensical from start to finish. We, we should have nuclear power stations here, lots of them, they're um, not as hard to build now. They're much easier to set up than they used to be. And in like a bunch of dickheads, um, Chris Bohan's over there, not signing up. He wants nothing to do with it. And he's going to come home from that meeting, being one of the very, very, very few countries not talking nuclear. Uh, and that's that's the wisdom we're dealing with right now. We'll allow the rest of the world to go nuclear and become, you know, productive with, with cheap power and doing it, you know, in a green way uh, with a very, very clean form of energy and we'll come back here and he'll continue to build these friggin' wind farms off the coasts of, coast of, of our country where uh, they're actually worried about them being rather detrimental to sea life <laughs> and uh, the, the bloody whale migration patterns are going to be disturbed by these these gigantic windmills and you know, you can sort of see how that's would be the case uh i'm not I'm not overly fussed about how the whales live, but this is all supposed to be also green and environmentally friendly the The last thing I would consider safe to do would be to build these things in the ocean, and how is that going to be environmentally friendly to anything in that patch of water? It's just it beats me you know and that's just the start of it. I mean you could talk for ages and forever about the materials needed to build solar panels, for example, and the rare earth minerals involved in all of this shit and how they're mined in places like the Congo. You know, these gigantic battery packs with heaps of uh, cobalt involved, cobalt that's dug up by uh, little slaves, basically slaves. That's what they are, little children in many cases. Children, young girls chipping away in these mines in the Congo with their with little shovels, and and, and almost with their bare hands, they're digging up this cobalt in horrific conditions, um, being paid the the smallest amount. They are basically slaves. These mines are also, you know, throughout the world. There's lots of them in the Congo. They're owned by China. I mean, they're owned by China. The Chinese build much of these panels. Um, They supply much of the materials for these windmills. And all of that, all those resources are coming from pretty horrible parts of the world. Uh, And these virtue-signalling lefties who drive their electric cars and whinge and bitch about coal-fired power stations and promote wind power and solar, uh, they either know and just ignore the facts or they're just naive and stupid and don't want to hear the facts about where the materials come from for these things to be built. Um, and at the same time, they'll, they'll dismiss nuclear entirely, even though you don't need a whole lot of materials to build one of these things. And once they're built, once they're built, um, these power stations require minimal maintenance and we have the uranium, we have it and disposing of it is safe. There are safe ways of disposing of the, the nuclear waste these days. So, you know, the... The the irony, the stupidity, the hypocrisy makes your eyes water. Um, yeah, so while well, I think this whole climate change uh, get-together, and there's many of them, you know, there's so many of these meetings that all seem to be the same where all these fancy people get together and wave their arms around. They all go back to their uh, respected countries and... Uh, <laughs> And, you know, not, not much changes, usually. Um, of course, in this country, we have a Labor government hell bent on changing our whole power grid. So they're, uh, they're out to do that. And thank God we now have a coalition, an um, opposition in Dutton and, and his fellow travellers, who are actually talking about nuclear. It's not a forbidden subject to, um, to Peter Dutton. So, you know, God willing, when um, the next election comes around and we should really consider uh, power production in this country when we go to vote, maybe finally we'll have a government in the coalition that will actually talk about and discuss building these things right now so that we catch up with the rest of the world and we can actually have green, um, renewable power production in the form of nuclear which is clean, green, cheap, and reliable, it's all the things we need, right, to keep everybody happy, I would, th- would have thought, the greenies and everybody, um, because, uh, you know, it's a zero emissions, It is that is an actual zero emissions form of power, the only emissions I suppose are the ones coming from the trucks and the machines digging up the you know, uranium, so Apart from that, once it's, uh, you know, in use and the power's coming out of that um, that uh, station, it's uh, zero emissions. Um, so let's uh, keep our fingers crossed that uh, we wake up one day and catch up with the rest of the world who's been using, you know, much of the world's been using nuclear for a long time, you know, reliably and safely. Um, that might uh, just do. I might keep this a fairly short one. Um, <clears throat> I do want to quickly, uh, discuss, um, a little sort of thing that I've noticed and been thinking about in the way that we, uh, do <coughs> entertainment, um, it, it's, it's funny around Christmas time especially where old Christmas movies and old, you know, Christmas songs like, uh, Mariah Carey, right, and Boobley. And we talk about Home Alone and we talk about the Christmas classics and, uh, you know, the, the classic Christmas movies that, you know, were around 30 years ago. And it's like we're desperate for this nostalgia. I think I know why. Um, even young people, you know, 18 to 24-year-old young people are desperate for this these these older films and, and music. It, it's actually, I think... Because there's no decent stuff being made now. There is no decent new movies. There's no decent new music. Uh, You find me uh, a current sort of pop culture, maybe singer or movie star, who's going to even talk about Christmas. You, You won't find it because it's somehow taboo and politically incorrect to just be happy about Christmas and to celebrate it. I'm serious, we're, we're stuck on these old movies that are already out there and are just sort of too, you know, good and too classic to, to be cancelled by the, the left-wing nuts. Um, and we're hung up on music that's 30 years old, M- movies that are from the early 90s, right? Because they're good. They're just good. They're just good, happy, wholesome movies. They're just fun movies. It's good music. Like Mariah Carey, she made good music her christmas album was was fantastic um and we're still listening to it to this day because there's no new there's no new stuff out there uh hollywood can't make a decent movie to save themselves right now because they've become this woke uh nonsensical place where comedies died um a good action movie is sort of weird uh if it's not a a superhero movie um You know, it's not worth watching. And even the superhero movies now are becoming old and sort of worn out. And they're they're sort of going into this diverse, you know, woke area as well where no one wants to see them because they're trash. They're not good movies. They're not well written. Um, You know, not like uh, the original Iron Man movies and the original uh, Captain America movies, the Avenger movies. They were good. They had good actors. They had the right people playing the right characters. They had good scripts. They were just really good movies. These new ones, not so much. And the box office is showing that. It's, it's proof in the pudding when you see no one's going to watch these these garbage movies. And, and, and the music. I mean, honestly, I'm a bit of a fan of of some of the music my daughter listens to, but from, from, from sort of here and now, but... Uh, You know, my kids, all three of them listen to a lot of old music. My daughter loves Fleetwood Mac, you know. She likes Avril Lavigne. She's uh, into those sorts of, you know, 90s and 80s music. And uh, she's only 15. She's not quite 15 years old. Um, Of course, she's a a Tay-Tay fan. And truth be told, I'm uh, a little bit of a Tay-Tay fan myself. I don't mind uh, admitting that. But... um, who else is out there? It's all this hip-hop, you know, r- rap garbage. And look, I've got nothing against hip-hop or rap. But this modern-day shit is just unbearable. I, I love Eminem. I love Slim Shady. I love his older music, and he hasn't done much for a little while. And he was great, you know. Uh, Puff Daddy, didn't mind Puff Daddy. Um, yeah, there's there's good hip-hop, there's good rap from the 90s, from the 2000s. These days, it's just, you. you honestly, Cardi B, you, you know, people like this, how is this in, in any way, shape, or form art? You know, good music is supposed to be art. What Cardi B does is just filth and trash. It's, it's oh, I don't know how people listen to it. I really don't. And I think that's why, you know, a lot of young people are still listening to older uh, bands. Uh, Limp Biscuit is still a thing. They're, they're going on tour right now in this country, um, playing all their old classics, I suppose, and, uh, you know, jumping around on stage and doing what they did in the 90s. And still, still, people are going to see them because they're good. They're a good old band, you know. Sure, they're, they're a niche market, but there's an audience out there for everyone, and I'm just not sure where the audience is for all this, uh, this new these new films, and you can't do a proper comedy in Hollywood anymore. Comedy's dead. Where's all the good sitcoms? They're all back in the nineties, right? In the two thousands, like um, like The Big Bang and and uh, Two and a Half Men. They may have been the last ones where you could just make fun of things and make you know, silly jokes where people could laugh and not be worried about offending anybody. You know, they just did the, the comedy and made people laugh, no matter whether you're a man, woman, uh, black, white, yellow, didn't matter, you made people laugh with your comedy, and it's dead, and it's a shame, and that's why you still see these ancient movies and and, uh, music living on, because we're living in a a bit of a, uh, I think an entertainment drought, where it's just gone so woke, it's uh, no longer palatable, (laughs) so that's a rant, um, and I'll wrap it up. Cheers, guys. Oh, by the way, um, uh, it doesn't sound like many, but I've gone past 100 total plays. So <laughs> that's a bit of a thing. And no, that's not per episode. That is for the whole lot. Um, but still, it's something. And I appreciate it. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep telling your friends. Uh, good on yous. Cheers. See you Wednesday.